reconnected on LinkedIn and then I I love whatever that you post, right? It's very raw, very spontaneous, it's very real. Real talk, it's real leadership. I call it hardship connection and all your insights are heartful and just brilliant. And something that you posted a few weeks ago, I think it's it's a few months ago, right? <laughs> trying to schedule yeah. it. And you you put this post about you know just because you see a pattern of behavior or activity does not mean that it will continue the way it we see forever and you also mentioned that if you started a few businesses and none of them have succeeded you're not to brand it as a business failure and i love what you said about that and you mentioned that it's actually quite normal and we learn from it and we make adjustments from it so let's dig a little bit deeper into this behavior pattern why do people often have this in a misconstrued notion of oh if someone has done that before in their previous job or previously it's a behavior that they can't break and i love what you just brought so can you just share that you know how from your perspective and you know you've let your own team of people how do you enable that landscape of possibilities we can change for no it's a behavior that we can't change yeah well, Milo, thank you for, for the conversation. I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, the, the whole topic does really fascinate me because I've, and I'm sure like many people have struggled with the idea, you know, maybe you're dealing with a boss, you're dealing with a coworker who either they act a certain way, they seem to believe a certain way, uh, maybe they don't value leadership training or, um, or collaboration with other groups, things like that. And there's the sense that it's just always going to be that way. You know, they're just who they are and, and that's it. And I've, I've struggled with the, the fact that that's really not the case because people do change. They, they change all the time. And I, I think, I think we sort of brand people that way too quickly. One, because it's, it's easy. It's a, it's a shortcut. You could tell that's who they are. You know, that's it. Um, and it also, it also gives us a way out. I think of, of doing any kind of hard work to either encourage them, invest in them and work to, to help them to become better. And of course that that's includes our, ourselves as well. It's easy to quit. And, and I don't know if, if, if you've seen that in your experience, but, but uh, it's easy when things get tough, when things get challenging, when you're dealing with somebody who, um, uh, who just isn't the way you'd like them to be, uh, it's easy just to kind of give up on them and, and quit and, and, uh, and give up. And, and we can't do that. So um, people are valuable. They change all the time. And um, that's kind of the whole purpose of, of leadership is you're, you're investing in people, you're helping them to grow, you're helping them to, to try and achieve their, their best. So. I like that. You, you mentioned two points that really stood out, investing in people and not quitting. Right? And you mentioned that it's so easy to quit. I, I look at that being very synonymous to 
it's so easy to think negatively to to always be in a negative mindset like it's so easy for us to talk pardon my language shit about other people like when we're driving we and someone cuts us always in our head or in our car you're like oh bloody hell that person you know but it takes a more effort to like oh perhaps that person um, is in a rush um they're having a tummy ache or they're rushing to the hospital mm. it takes a lot more effort to think positively and it's just anonymous when you said that uh, not quitting on people uh and it takes a lot of effort to really like okay i'm going to uh, uh, you know champion you i'm going to be your supporter your cheerleader and you talk about investments right investing in our people and it's just not inherently present at the workplace. It happens even in our own home. If your child is naughty, you don't say goodbye, child, get out of my house. You do not say that. <laughs> right. You're fired. <laughs> no more cookies for you. you know. but we are more loving at home to our own family. We're more loving and understanding to our friends, right? Even though when they fail or when they or have a hard time we give them that support we invest that time and how can we actually shift that or translate that same behavior into the workplace it's a fantastic question it's it's interesting because it, it just all comes down to your mindset how do you see people how, how do you view people um, do you value them are they maybe a, a tool to help you succeed in your life and your career uh, that don't deserve a lot of your time or attention? But if you if you have a, a mindset, an intentional mindset to where you value people, you want them to, to succeed, uh, you want to serve them, uh, you, you want to you want to do well by them. Um, I think it, it's got to start there. And, uh, you know, it tends to be in the the home and the workplace are very different places. Obviously, as you kind of talked about, you don't fire your kids, which is always a good thing. <laughs> um, you could put them on probation, maybe, but uh, <laughs> but uh, in the workplace, there is a lot more self-interest, and a lot of people are, are trying to build their own careers. They're they're trying to uh, succeed themselves and. Uh, they're probably so wrapped up on what they need to do or who they need to become that they don't uh, spend much time or effort on, on others. Either it could be their peers, could be their uh, subordinates, um, uh, could even be some of their, their leadership that they can kind of lead upward. <clears throat> so, so it's, it's got to change that your mindset has to, to shift from just thinking about, myself my own career to how can i serve everybody around me the, the best way i can because if you do that you're going to reap some huge benefits um, people love being around selfless people so so yeah I, I think those things alone can make a big impact i love what you said about self-interest right um moving that needle from me 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 to how can I serve mm. um, and it, well, it takes effort it does take effort to shift that needle to become serving 
and especially in organizations, everything is demanded in the now. I want this, that. Like you said, right, I need to get that career progression. I need to get that promotion. I have been in those situations before. I used to be in a huge corporation, Fortune 500 company, where it's, I used to work 18 hour days and it's demanded, like, I want this report now. Um, they would give it to me at 3 p.m. expecting it by 7 p.m. Or I'll get an email at 7 p.m. and expecting it to be done by 8 a.m. the next day. Mm. So those are ludicrous, dehumanizing right. <laughs> things. It's like, okay, when do I sleep? When do I uh, do all the things? And self-interest is just more about you know the bottom line people trying to progress their career. Self-interest is also inherently present with middle management or upper management or with leadership, like like barking down orders. And just from your space, how do you practice that moving that needle from self-interest to collective interest? Let's do this together. We are in this together. Well, I think it, it starts with a just a deep dive into yourself. I think you have to, to, to really understand who you are, what you want, uh, what you want to accomplish, what you want your legacy to be, your, your impact to be. Um, because, and, and I've seen this, I'm sure you've seen this. Uh, uh, you, you may have someone who goes off to a, a leadership conference or leadership training and they learn, learn all these great things. They're going to come back and they're going to implement them. They're going to be this great collaborative, you know, caring leader. And maybe that's not what they were before. And they come back, maybe it lasts for, you know, a day, a week, you know, a month. And then they tend to go back to, to who they are. And because it's, it's not, it's not in their heart. It's not been bought in um, to, to their essence. So, uh, so it's got to start there. I mean, it's, it's got, you've got to own it. You got to love it. It's got to be who you are. And then once you do that, um, the motivation, the foundation is all there. So then it's, it's just about implementation. It's just about practice. And, um, yeah, I mean, you certainly have plenty of resources to help you help you practice, help you develop those skills. But, <clears throat> but if it's not in here, if it's not in your heart, then it's, it's um, uh, it's kind of moot, you know. It, it, you've got to own it first. So, Clint, I don't know if you realised you just closed the circle. So, <laughs> I see excitement in your face. So, <laughs> so we were talking about behaviour patterns, right? In the beginning, um, you know how that is possibility of shifting the behaviour. Mm. And you just mentioned about finding ourselves. We have to dig deeper uh, and and find it in ourselves before we can even make that change, right? Shift that behavior into barking, into embracing. And you mentioned that you know people go to to conferences, they're like, "Yeah, I'm so pumped up," and then they come back, and then the behavior kind of fails. Right. So I think you just bridged that gap from why does it fail. And if it feels it's not a behavior, like a standard behavior, it's not a fixed behavior, the gap is defined within in order to make that behavior the change to truly 
dig deeper in order to move forward. And you just finish that circle. <laughs> you know, it's just so, I don't know if you realized it. <laughs> well, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of words do you have uh, to give others? You know, let it be starting or they're struggling or they're in a place of fighting for hope because words have got the power to lift and words have got the power to destroy. So mm, yes. I invite you to write a note of love and power and encouragement. So my note is you are not stuck. You can choose who you want to become. The world needs your gifts and talents. We need you. That's such a beautiful note of love and power and encouragement, Clint. Thank you for sharing this with us. That's what hardship is about. Um, leading from the core, leading in such a way that we empower our humans and not dehumanize them.